Hello, everyone, and welcome in to the Bet On Me podcast. It is Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. Guys, I'm glad to be here. We missed you yesterday. We didn't have a lot going on in sports. Don't have a lot going on this week. We've got the uh, All-Star MLB baseball game tonight. We've got some WNBA games. Uh, we've got a little bit of that basketball tournament going on. And I also believe there is some across-the-pond football going on today. But let's go ahead and talk about this American League. Last night, actually, I put out a pick online. Um, yeah, anyway, I put out a pick online, and um, I picked Soto to win the Home Run Derby. So if anybody saw that, I hope you cashed in on that. And Kershaw is the pitcher today for the National League, and it looks like McCallahan is the pitcher for the American League today. So, hmm, I mean, these odds are pretty even. And I'll be honest with you, betting on the All-Star game like this is not really something that you would, you know, like to do per se. But, I mean, we're going to take the National League just because of Kershaw. Uh, he's probably only going to pitch maybe like an inning or so. But, you know, we're going to take it. See what happens. There is one pick tonight that I really, really like. I know Judge is at plus 600 for that MVP, but Otan at plus 480 is just at. I mean, Otan is the type of guy, like, anytime I've been watching the Angels this season, when they need a hit late in the game, he comes in and he knocks one out the park and gets them a run. I'm just, I know Judge kind of does the same thing, but I just think, I just think Otana, you know, he's, I think this is his year. I think he's going to get it. I really do. So, uh, plus 480, Otana to win the MVP. It's going to be a good time tonight. It's going to be a fun game. Really had fun watching the Derby. Really excited about this game tonight. I hope Otana can actually hit that and uh, get a nice little win for us. The basketball tournament's going on again tonight. Watched a little bit of it the other day. Really didn't know anybody. I know some teams signed some uh, college players to play a couple games there. Uh, but other than that, I looked into it, but, you know, there's not enough really to know about anybody on the teams or anything like that. So I was just like, you know what, I don't know enough about this to actually put money on it. But I'll tell you what I do know enough about, and that is the WNBA. And we got the Los Angeles Sparks taking on the Indiana Fever in Los Angeles. I'm going to give Los Angeles eight and a half points on this one. And, yeah, I'm going to take them to beat the Fever at home. I just think they get it done. I think L.A. is a good team. Uh, you know, Indy, Indiana, they're decent. But, I mean, you know, the juice is minus 450 plus 330. I think Indiana could cover that 8.5 spread, but I just think the Sparks are too good at home. I think, you know, the Sparks come in and they get a big win tonight. At least win by 10 or more, maybe 11. Also tonight, um, we've got the Atlanta Dream at the Las Vegas Aces, and the Dream is a plus 11.5 dog, plus 520, minus 800 on that money line for the Aces. I think that is way too juiced, and I'm going to be riding with the Atlanta Dream 11.5. If you want to take that's at minus 106. If you guys want to take that at an alternate, you can. Um, you probably get it like 12 or 13 maybe for a good value. But 
Anything past that, maybe not. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the Dream plus 11.5 tonight against the Las Vegas Aces. I'm going to take the Los Angeles Sparks minus 8.5 against the Indiana Fever. And in the baseball tonight, we're going to take the National League and Otana to win the MVP. Guys, that's pretty much all we got today. Short little podcast. Uh, I hope everybody had a great weekend. I hope everybody's enjoying their summer. Uh, baseball is going to be kicking back off. I think it's Thursday. We got more games coming on. And, yeah, I know this weekend we got more MLS. And I'm looking forward to that. Getting into MLS, it's uh, summertime. We've got a little less than maybe like, what is it, like 40-something days now until football kicks off. So we're about to have football again, guys, here, and I am very excited about that, to be talking about the old pigskin all the time again, constantly, 24-7. I know social social media. I know the SEC, and uh, I think they had their media day the other day where a lot of these teams were talking. Uh, Brian Kelly was talking about how um, he thinks, you know, he went from Notre Dame to LSU, and he's talking about how he thinks that, you know, he doesn't think the uh, – the NI the NIL deals are going to be messing up anything. He thinks schools. He's I don't know what he meant by this, but he said schools still offer a pretty competitive program. So I mean I'm sure they're still they're still working out all these NIL deals about how people are going to get paid to play. But I know it's more than just quarterbacks and wide receivers. You have to have defensive players too. So I'm kind of curious to see the deals that are going to be happening for de- defensive players because I know we're all about the points and people are you know drawn to that when it comes to football that's why you know we love watching Aaron Rodgers Tom Brady we love watching players you know was it Patrick Mahomes we love watching guys who can sling it down the field and you know put a lot of points on the board in a hurry but we're also forgetting that defense has always won every championship ever won it's never been offense it's always been defense and you can say that Kyrie hit that three and uh you know made that shot but I say there was no defense so you put a hand in his face, you you know, you do something, uh, the shot's a little harder to take. All I'm saying is if they're going to be paying all these, you know, these these great players on the offense, you're going to have to get some good players on the defense or we're just going to be or we're just going to be watching a bunch of like, you know, 60 to 70 games all year. And what I mean by that is like the score is going to be like 60 to 70. You know what I'm saying? It's already some games are already that bad. And I'll go ahead and tell you right now, if, you, if you're going to tell me that you watch the entire game of Alabama taking on the Chattanooga Mocs where it's like 55 to nothing, then I don't believe you. There, I mean, you might watch the first half, you know, to see how Bama looks, but there's no point in watching the second half of that game. Hopefully they get away from that too. Like, they call it playing cupcakes. I, I'm really not for all that. I know it's good for the schools, like – because I mean, it's 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 common public knowledge that like these bigger schools pay these smaller schools to come play them. Like when the Chattanooga Mocs go play the uh, the uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide, they make a million dollars. They get a million dollar game check for doing that. So, and it's nothing that's not said. Like it's said on local radio around here. Everything. So. It's just crazy to think that, you know, Alabama and all these other schools get a win based off paying another like you're paying for a win. You're get like even though it doesn't really count, you're still paying for a win. And I don't understand how that's okay. There's a lot of things in the NCAA that I don't understand how it's okay. And the NCAA has a problem with players getting paid. But you explain to me how a top five power school, top 
top five power school, can pay a small school a million dollars to come play them to get destroyed. Like, I mean, I guess that's the only way you can get them to come play. But at what point, at what point here are we actually like saying, okay, guys, look, money's in everything. It's in everything. Money moves hands all the time. These coaches make millions. These players make lots of money. You know, everything, this, this, this whole thing generates lots of money. And you can't say it doesn't because we see the NFL and we know how much money the NFL generates. So you can't tell me that colleges, universities, campuses, I think they generate more money because more people are into that. The fandom is bigger in college than it is NFL. But, you know, it is what it is. I think it's going to be a great season. I just really hope that some of this money is going into the defense of some of these teams or we're going to be watching some sloppy football all year. You know, you might see some decent offensive plays, but unless we have, like, real talented you know, prospects that go to the NFL playing these games, play at least a couple of them out there for every team that wants to be in the mix, then it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And that's usually what happens when it gets down to the four, the last four in this uh, tournament in the NCAA football tournament. You get down to the last four, and it's like the top two teams. Well, the BCS would have got it right. That's all I see from this. Everybody says, oh, we need to expand it to eight. I, I don't think so. I think we need to go back to the BCS because the BCS had it right. You got the two top teams they play. We're letting four teams play. So these other two teams, like the year we had Washington play, I forget even who they played, but they got destroyed. They didn't even belong there. And you know why? Because they didn't have this. Like It, it goes back to this whole paying players. Maybe Washington will have a chance now, but they still have to get those players on that team. Alabama already got those players. I think this just opens up more. Like, I'm I'm a big favorite of Texas A&M this year. I think Texas A&M could win the national championship this year because they moved to the SEC. They put themselves in position to be able to easily get into that position to play for a national championship as opposed to being out, I believe it was the Big 12 they were in or something like that. Anyway, they put themselves in the position. Now you've got these NIL deals. You can stack players. You've got a good coach in Jimbo Fisher. I just really, really think that Texas A&M has a shot this year. They're just one. I don't know why, but looking over the futures odds, I just I really think Texas A&M has a shot to do it this year. Guys, uh, that's the podcast for today. Don't forget, all the picks are always posted over to the Capitech website. You can find that link down below in the description. Go over there and check it out. Get all our picks. All the picks we give out today are on there and some that we don't. We usually drop picks throughout the day on there when there are games. Maybe not today because there's not a lot going on, and this week it will be kind of thin pickings. But next week we're going to pick it back up, and we are ready for the NFL. We're ready. We're back, guys. And, you know, I really appreciate everything anyone out there has done for me and i really appreciate everyone out there who listens to the podcast and takes part in it but i just want to say this um you know don't get too caught up in what you're trying to do and forget what it is actually you're doing um and don't be taken advantage of just know know your worth and you know know what you bring to the table and just know that you don't need to compromise that for anything Guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, let's get those bets in. And let's have a good week, guys. It's raining today, so we're ready for these games to start.